0: What do you think people say about Hayeswinkle brand when you're not there? What's the, what's the, (laughs) yeah.
1: (laughs) Do you know what? I don't care. I just don't care, Tom. Um, I don't care. What I know is that um, everything that I, that's been taken to the marketplace has come from my own mind. Um, And it's just a buzz to know that, that, People come up to me and say, oh, who did your branding or what company, you know, well, is it a big melt? obviously not, and it hasn't. i have just a year 10 guy from about one eye that likes to play on a computer. and and a So you, of- just,
0: you just sit with him and say, I want to do this, and he just does graphic design. No, I do it. You do it? Yeah. You do all your... your-
1: Everything you've seen. Wow. I'm talented, aren't
0: I? Well, Danny, <laughs> I've got to tell you, and go onto his website. In fact, what I'll do is I'll have a link to a few, few of his... Uh, uh, marketing PowerPoints on the CDM so you can have a look at. So, Dan- Danny, we've covered brand. We've t- covered the fact, the, the story of what you say in your head. At a listing presentation, why does one agent get picked over another? I mean, it must have been just called three, three people.
1: Yeah, sure. Look, um, there's two types of listings. There's a listing that you've had a relationship with, um, and then there's the the, the the listing, which I call a generic listing, where they don't have a relationship with anyone, they're getting three agents in. Okay? Um, and you don't want to be in the ladder. You don't want to be in that... You want to have a relationship with someone. You're right. going to easily... You know, you're probably going to win seven, eight out of ten, have a relationship with... Them. But a cold listing, if, if, if I go in cold, I think there's a whole choreograph of events right. that has to happen. So, branding. So, I know that when I go into a home, yeah, people hopefully have heard of me already. You know what I mean? They've seen me in the paper, they've seen me in pictures, they've seen branding, or they, they've heard of the brand. they see on buses, sees on, uh on motorised billboards that we have. Do you reckon people make
0: up their minds before you get to the listing that they're going to go with you?
1: Um, I think if they like you, Tom, they're going to go with you. Um, and again, I don't think you need a whole lot of um, uh, catchy, tricky script and dialogues. I mean, I myself, for the listing presentation, um, I get to be me, and I'm a little bit out there. I... I I, I tend to hear, feedback I get is that I was the most enthusiastic, um, and I make stuff happen. You know, I might be in a listing presentation and think there's the money shot, and I might make a call there and then to get an editorial in front of them. Hey, I'm just going to get an editorial for you right now. Well, gonna, before you listen it. Absolutely, I'm going to lock it in, okay? So, right. so just like, you're know, already locked in a full-page editorial for it. Okay, please show me the next room. You know, so, I mean, you know, it's just the one percenters. You marry all them up. Listing kit, which is a box. With a ribbon, which they get, which is full of some goodies, and a, you when know, when do they get that? Always, within we, about 19 minutes after the
0: first phone call. Oh, so that's like a pre-listing kit.
1: Non-negotiable. It's a box. We had a made in China ribbon around. That looks look fantastic.
0: Danny, what's in there? It's...
1: Two cups and tim tams, some lollies, and our pre-listing. You know, just some information and, and a cover letter and a questionnaire.
0: Okay, so by the time you get there. They've definitely got that box. If
1: they've read the box and read the question and filled it out, you know you're 50% of the way there.
0: Right. Um, most listing presentations signed up on the first meeting? or I
1: try and close all the time. Are you a um, closer? Yeah, 100%. Absolutely got to ask the question.
0: Give me an example of a close. Like, let's assume we, we got on and I've got the box and, yep. you know, I like you. Yep. How, how, how does it look like?
1: Yeah. Um, I'd say, Tommy, how, how are you feeling with me?
0: Good. Okay. Tom...
1: I find it really important. And I'm going to be honest with you. My therapist always says to say this. So I'm just going to say exactly what I'm thinking. Okay? I'd really love to sell the home. Um, can we move forward?
0: That's probably not a great question. I've said that. But, but you've said that. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Yeah. All look, right. it depends on the relationship. I mean.
0: So you, I mean, you push the boundary. You, you, you're you're fun with people. You mm-hmm. like you say you say stuff that yep. others aren't saying.
1: Um, look, I, I try and
0: relate to my demographic. Um,
1: and I let I show them humanity. I show them who I am as a person. And I'm a guy that wears my heart on the sleeve. Um, and you know, um, I just I, I just be me. And um, I want the business. I do believe I'm the best person to sell it. Um, and ultimately, I just want to say this, Tom. It's really what they're paying for isn't to get some pretty... And I use this all the time at my listing presentation. What you're paying for, Tom, isn't for me to organise some pretty photos and a board and some, some nice-looking brochures and a floor plan and to connect some open homes. Um, we'll do that. We all do that. What you're ultimately paying for is that when I'm sitting at this kitchen table with a potential buyer of this property that wants to buy it, and I know, Tom, that you're happy with 340, and you guys have, You know, you're going to travel around Australia. This is your, you're going to sell the home, everything. And they're at 340... And I push the envelope. I say it's not going to happen, guys. You need to be at 355, you know. Or I am trying to go get them up, and they say, "Well, it we'll can come 344. Okay, well, we give we, we give me 347, 500. We'll go to 347. Okay, great. Sign it off. Then go back. That's all you're paying for that bit of negotiation. Um, and if you sell your vendor out there, I, I don't think. So you, you,
0: that's that, that, that's by the way, that's absolutely gold because what you're doing is you're articulating the real value proposition.
1: Absolutely. And when you're at a listing presentation, if you can explain this and articulate this clearly to your potential vendor, you will win the business. So if I can show them how I can get more money... So you role-play at a listing presentation? I role-play all the time in front of them with my PA. So I'll say to Grace, we're going to role-play, and she knows exactly, and, and we role-play. So I show them what they're going to get, because I tell them, this is what you're going to pay your 10 grand for. None of this other stuff that'll happen, you know, photos and all that stuff.
0: So you'll have your PA at the listing presentation. Always, always. Okay, and you'll do a role play. Can we do it for yeah. our viewers? Can sure. we do a role play? Okay, so let's pre frame the setting. It's a price guide of, you tell me.
1: 380 to
0: 420. 380 to 420, okay, and I like the home. Yep. And I'm um, at an open for inspection, yep. and I come up to you yep. and say, uh, uh, Danny, I notice, yeah, we're, we're, we're interested, I know she have got a Price guide here of 380 to 420.
1: Yep, yeah. so I would probably interrupt you there right. and I would say, Yes, Tom, that's correct. So I'll start to manage you straight away and I'd say this to you because I want to get your expectation up because you, you're probably thinking give giving me a low offer. Yeah. So I'd say this to you, Tom. Tom, just to let you know, we've got a lot of interest. It's great that you are considering making an offer, if you are, which, which you are. yeah. Um, just to let you know, we've, we've had significant interest on the property already. We've right. got a couple back from Melbourne for the second time. I believe this property will be sold in the next 24 hours. Um, if you're serious about buying this property, you're going to need to be in the middle, if not the top end of the range tom, uh, range, tom. Okay, so I'll leave that. How's that sounding? Yeah. So a mistake that agents make mm. is they, they get an offer, and they might get a low offer of three seventy and they say these words. Thank you for the offer, I'll submit that to the vendor, I'll get back to you. What they've done is they've just given that purchase a hope. Do you think it's how hard is it gonna get them from it's gonna be hard to get them from three seventy to four hundred,
0: isn't it? Oh well, I reckon it's gonna be a bold go from three seventy to three seventy five.
1: Yeah, and it goes on and, on and on back and forth. Where if you offered me three seventy, so offer me three seventy. Three seventy. It's not gonna to happen, Tom.
0: Three eighty? Not gonna happen. So will they take three ninety?
1: Um, I don't know, I've got to see it at 395, um, we'll put 395 in writing, um, I'll have an answer for you, um, you know, at
0: 5.30, I might push a little bit harder. Um, the point that you're saying is Danny, that you'll, you'll educate them right at the start, and yes. then even when you get an offer, you'll actually try and push them up there and then at the start of the negotiation, not a day later.
1: Absolutely, I think like a lot of agents, you do a lot of negotiation before you actually tell the vendor. Right. I think that's what we're paid to do, Tom. I don't think we're really paid to do a whole lot more. Uh, right. We pull back to your vendor and sell a house at the highest possible. What's, cost what's of the, the biggest
0: mistake Danny poor negotiators make in real estate? You know, when, when you see some of your can they
1: get excited? Yeah, and the buyer can see it. They almost their eyes. Okay. It's like. You've given me the magic figure of you know the vendor says he wants four hundred. Yeah. So it's on the market three to. You give me four hundred. The vendor wants to, and they can read it. And and instead of saying listen, and it came too easily. Like sometimes when you get an, you know you get an offer when it comes too easily, and you know yourself it doesn't sit right, and you sell off and you sell it. But you think, well, maybe you just said, sorry, that's not going to happen. But if you give me 410000 I will not come back to you again and I will bet hard for you. So you're nearly getting close to full price now and they give you four dollars because you're saying you're not going to come back to them, you're not going to harass them anymore. Um, but let them know that it is your job to negotiate. Um, and sometimes they get annoyed, but I say, listen, if I sell your home, we're going to be doing exactly the same thing.
0: Okay, gold, gold. Negotiation is something that's going to separate you in this world that is putting every agent into the commodity dungeon. I've got to tell you, this guy is one of the best in the business. He's one of the best in the business. And I want to know, what advice would you be giving yourself after 10 years' experience? Day one in real estate.
1: Database management.
0: Um, And what's that mean to you? What's database management?
1: Okay, so if I collected, every time I sold someone a house, and I'm sure a lot of people are guilty of this, I know I am, um... You know, if I kept their name and number and sent them anniversary cards and had done that for the last 10 years. Look, I, I guess I'd change roles. I went into business ownership, so I stepped out of selling. Um, that's, to me, the most paramount thing your database is. So it's collecting information and then managing that information. Um, and, you know, it's eight or nine points of contact as you become, you know, yeah. you know make them a friend, make them... Anything, but but if you're going there in cold, that that you know you've got such an advantage
0: if you know them. So your your whole idea of real estate, Danny, is become someone's agent before they need an agent. So when they need an agent, you're on. Their shopping list. Yeah,
1: th- look, that's the ideal. I mean, we all we all have that ideal. I mean, you know, referral and being known. It's so powerful. It beats. It's funny. People think branding. People see my buses or see this going around. I think, oh, it must get you indoors. It doesn't really. It just just highlights that we're out there. Might get us on the shopping list. But ultimately, you're the brand. Right. It doesn't matter what company you're with. They're you know they're, they're going to have you. Yeah. So um, people forget that they think it's a, a glossy magazine or a, or a, a good looking board or. You know, it, it's just not true. It's
0: it's Okay, you. you would have been a lot more diligent in collecting names and data and putting them into a system and having a good stay-in-touch strategy. Yep.
1: What would I do differently? Um, I probably um, would have spent more time with my family. Um, we, I've always been... I, I like holidays and I've always had trips away. Um, but I guess I became obsessed with, with, with winning. Right. Um and, you know, I've forgotten about things that are important to me, like mom, my kids, and um, so I would, you know, I can't change it, but I, I just, you know, I got caught up in, in being someone in real estate um, and forgetting about what's truly important. And my kids said to me, Harry said to me once, but before we got divorced, um, my son, he said, Dad, you used to be in real estate to earn money for us, and he said, Dan, you earn lots of money We're living in a very expensive home and Porsche and the driveway, boats, Harleys, you name it, we had it. Um, and he said to me, but what are you doing it now for? You know, and, and I couldn't really answer that um, because it was just, it wasn't for the money anymore. It was just for the drive to prove, to, to, to be some I'm still that person today, but it's more refined. You know, it, it's, uh, you know, nearly 42 You sort of mature, I think, and, and you, you find out what's important.
0: Okay. I've got to tell you, uh, the one thing that you'll notice about Danny Hayes is that he shows vulnerability and he shows that he's real. And that's an attractive quality. People like that. And I think, Danny, today uh, you've been very raw. You've been very real the way we finish off this interview, basically saying um, that um, there's been a price that you had to pay for, for success in real estate.
1: Absolutely. Um, but for seven or eight years, everything I touched was turned to gold and sort of I've had to, um, you know, I've, I've just had to make changes. Um, and I feel great. I feel, you know, more... Instead of, but you know, that energy... A guy said to me once, one of the top trainers said, Danny, you're like Farlet. Like you've got a big ticker. Yeah. But eventually, once you get rid of all that energy, you just want systems and processes because it wears out, it wears you down. Yeah. So I've, I've, that's where I've...
0: That's where you're been. heading?
1: That's where I'm heading, uh,
0: 100%. So moving from an energy-driven to a process-driven business and not trying to have the highs and lows. 100%. Without the emotion, without the
1: anxiety. There's always going to be emotion, but without the anxiety.
0: Right. Okay, guys and girls, Danny Hayes. Go onto his website and you can find out more about him. Danny, thank you so much. Nice, Tom. Much appreciated. Thank you. Hi, guys and girls. This is just a quick uh, value-add video that I wanted to provide.